welcome to another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report, Episode 2, Week 2. I am your host, Arthur Mosley, and we're coming to you from 932 Studios somewhere up in north central Georgia. Thanks for joining us again. This is Episode 2, and I am happy to uh, be your host. I want to jump right in. Uh, this week, we've got coverage uh, to discuss, or we're covering... Uh, our top 10 preseason rankings. And while I know that some scrimmages got underway, we wanted to make sure we get these rankings out into our uh, listening audience. This is just the Turd Ferguson report. So this is our top 10 poll for class 3A, class 2A, uh, class A private and class A public. Once again, if you know my opinion on polls, uh, it, it's a great discussion point, great talking point, uh, great for debate, but uh, I, I think the honesty here is that um, this is all decided on the field. So uh, we just wanted to help create some healthy discussion around the uh, state of Georgia with the top 10 rankings. So we'll jump into the top 10 rankings and then we'll do our Cherokee County Minute uh, for our local listeners and discuss uh, a few of the uh, preseason recaps uh excuse me, preseason outlooks that we did earlier this week and additionally talk about some of these scrimmage uh, results. So thanks again for joining us. This is the Turd Ferguson Report. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Turd, T-U-R-D, Ferguson, F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. And online, you can follow us on our blog at georgiahighschoolfootball.wordpress.com. Thanks, uh, and thanks again for all of our followers and everyone who's to, uh, clicking in on the on the blog. We really appreciate the feedback we've gotten so far, uh, early in our infancy in our stage as we uh, as we begin to once again. Our goal is to try to cover the state of Georgia in football one inch at a one yard at a time. Excuse me. Now, let's get started with the Class Three A Top Ten. We'll start from the bottom. Number ten, the Cook County Hornets out of Adel, Georgia, uh, Cook County. Uh, had an early exit from postseason last year in the first round, but they do return Brandon Dewitt running back, and he'll lead the Hornets' offensive attack. Coming in at number nine, we've got the Jenkins Warriors out of Savannah, Georgia. They do return a lot of talent that, from a team that was stopped in the second round. Some of that talent includes quarterback Javante Middleton, uh, Tyron Scott at wide receiver, and also Jordan Stafford over on the defensive side of the ball. Coming at number eight, we've got the Lovett Lions out of Atlanta. They advanced to the second round last season and suffered a one-point heartbreak loss to Crisp County in that second-round playoff game. Coming in at number seven, we've got Pierce County Bears out of Blackshear, Georgia. They advanced to the third round last season. They returned Big Moses Scheider on the defensive line. Coming in at number six, we've got the Westminster Wildcats out of Atlanta. They are uh, my favorite to replace T uh, Cedar Grove, a top region five in Class 3A. Their defense is led by Big Truman Jones at linebacker and Malcolm Strickland, at defensive back. Coming in at number five, we have the Liberty County Panthers out of Hinesville, Georgia. Last season, Liberty County reached a third round of the playoffs. They are stout on the defensive line with two linemen, Tremel Walthour and Travion Freeman. Coming in at number four, we've got the Calhoun Yellow Jackets. Calhoun will be led by Braylon Barton at wide receiver and John Kel Tolbert at running back. They've also got Gavin Gray at quarterback. Coming in at number three, we've got the Peach County Trojans out of Fort Valley, Georgia. Peach County lost to Greater Atlanta Christian in the semifinals last season. They return uh, Kyrus Jackson at wide receiver. 
and Antonio Gilbert at quarterback, and as well as on the defensive side of the ball, Jack is Jackson. Coming in at number two, we have the Crisp County Cougars out of Cordell, Georgia. Last season, they fell to Cedar Grove in the semifinals. They will return starting quarterback Patrick Felton and running back Jamie Robinson. And coming in at number one, the Greater Atlanta Christian Spartans out of Atlanta, the 2016 runner-up. They've got a talented roster, which includes starters and Clemson commit Kyler McMichael of running back and will be playing defensive back at Clemson. He rushed for 1,493 yards last season. Big offensive lineman Chris Hinton. And on the defensive line, Ford Roberts. Uh, in, in the defensive backfield, Trey Morrison, a UNC commit. Those are your top three 3A teams in the state of Georgia for the Turd Ferguson Report. And we will repeat coming in at number one, Greater Atlanta Christian. Number two, Crisp County. Number three, Peach County. Number four, Calhoun. Number five, Liberty County. Number six, Westminster. Number seven, Pierce County. Number eight, the Lovett Lions. Number nine, the Jenkins Warriors. And number 10, Cook County. We move on to Class 2A. In Class 2A, our number 10 team is the Jefferson County Warriors out of Louisville, Georgia. Jay Jenkins returned to lead the Warriors' offensive attack, attack, excuse me, and they reached the second round of the state tournament last season. Coming in at number 9 out of Somerville, Georgia, the Chichuga Indians. Chichuga advanced to the third round of the state tournament last season. They will be led by big offensive lineman Dustin Pope and linebacker Malachi Mack. Coming in at number 8 out of Rock Mart, Mark Mart, Georgia, the Rock Mart Yellow Jackets. I do expect Rock Mart to challenge Pepperell for, for region supremacy. They return quarterback Dylan Bailey and Marcus Smith at running back who rushed for over 1,100 yards last season. They did advance to the second round of the playoffs in 2016. Coming in at number 7 out of Tiger, Georgia, we have the Rabin County Wildcats. Uh, I do expect Rabin County to cut through Region 8 like a hot knife through butter. Once again, they've got a pair of receivers that they returned that combined for over 1,100 yards receiving. Coming in at number 7, Rabin County. At number 6, out of Sylvania, Georgia, the Screven County Gamecocks. They return quarterback Armani Bunbury and wide receiver, uh, excuse me, and running back C.J. CJ Wright. CJ is listed at six foot two hundred and eighty-five pounds and has to be a nightmare for linebackers coming up and try to make a play on him. Screven County came within two points of a trip to the Final Four last season, and I look back for them to be right back in the mix come 2017 in late fall. Coming in at number five out of Lindale, Georgia, the Pepperell Dragons. Tay Hammond returns for his senior season at running back for Pepperell Dragons. They advanced to the third round of the state playoffs last season. Coming in at number four, the Callaway Cavaliers out of Hogansville, Georgia. DJ Atkins rushed for 2,000 yards for Callaway last season, and a lot will be riding on his legs for another successful season. Coming in at number three, the defending state champion in Class 2A, the Benedictine Cadets out of Savannah, Georgia. They lose John Wesley Kennedy and quarterback Nick Iannone out uh, off of last year's state title team. That will hurt, but I do expect them to have enough to win the region and contend for another deep run come the postseason. At number two, perennial power, Fitzgerald Purple Hurricanes. They were the state finalists that fell to Benedictine last season. They're led by dual-threat quarterback James Graham. And coming in at number one out of College Park, Georgia, the Hateville Charter Hornets. One of the most talented rosters in Class 2A this season. 
they uh, they return a team that reached the semifinals last season, including which is led by excuse me quarterback Haj Malik Williams, Rory Starkey at running back, and defensive lineman and Kingsley Enigbare and Caleb Kelly, among a host of others. Your once again your class two A top ten. Number one, Hateville Charter. Number two, Fitzgerald. Number three, Benedictine. Number four, Callaway. Number five, Pepperell. Number six, Screven County. Number seven, Rabin County. Number eight, Rockmart. Number nine, Chattooga. And number 10, Jefferson County. Now we move on to Class A Public. Coming in at number 10 out of Pelham, Georgia, the Pelham Hornets. Last season, Pelham advanced to the second round of the, of the state tournament, and they will be led by returning starting quarterback Kendrick Patterson. Coming in at number nine, out of Lincolnton, Georgia, the Lincoln County Red Devils. Last season, Lincoln County advanced to the second round of the postseason. Coming in at number eight, out of Ashburn, Georgia, the Turner County Rebels. They also advanced to the second round of the state tournament, and they'll be led by quarterback Tyler Moore, and on the defensive side of the ball, they'll be led by Quavon Lawson. Coming in at number seven, out of Montezuma, Georgia, the Macon County Bulldogs. Macon County was last season's Class A public state champion. Will anyone be missed as much as they will miss their quarterback, Kyrie Lane, as he graduates from a remarkable season, which he threw over for over 3,700 yards? That is just a too much offense to replace, and we do expect a fall off from the Bulldogs. Coming in at number six out of Commerce, Georgia, the Commerce Tigers. Last season, Commerce advanced to the third round of the state tournament, and they will be led defensively by Cody Ridley and Chase Forrester. Coming in at number five, out of Butler, Georgia, the Taylor County Vikings. Taylor County will be led by running back Lynn J. Dixon and quarterback Gunnar Watson. Last season, Taylor County advanced to the second round of the state tournament, and we know that the Vikings will be looking to move much further this season. Coming in at number four out of Manchester, Georgia, the Manchester Blue Devils. Last season, Manchester reached the third round of, this, of the playoffs, and they'll be led defensively by de defensive lineman Rayshon Walton, linebacker John Tavius Ferguson, and also in the defensive backfield, Khalil Bronner. Coming in at number three, out of Darien, Georgia, the McIntosh County Academy Buccaneers. Last season, McIntosh lost in the state final game to Macon County. McIntosh does return running back J.P. Palmer and quarterback Major Robinson. Coming in at number two, the Clinch County Panthers out of Homerville, Georgia. Last season, Clinch County fell to McIntosh Academy in the state semifinals. They returned several talented players, including running back Charles McClelland, defensive end John Mincy, and linebacker Tresman Marshall. Clinch County will have an early season matchup against McIntosh County in a rematch of that semifinal game on August 25th. That game will be played in Homerville, an early season contest, which may set the tone of the rest of the season for one of these two Class A Titans. And coming in at number one, the Emanuel County Institute Bulldogs out of Twin City, Georgia. They will be led by wide receiver Dejan Steele and Curtis Fan. On the defensive line, we do expect ECI to be playing well into the playoffs. They did lose to Macon County in the semifinals last season, uh, but once again, with a talented roster, we do expect ECI to make a push towards the Final Four.
And last but not least, we go to our Class A private schools. Coming in at number 10, state runner-up from last season out of Roswell, Georgia, the Fellowship Christian Paladins. As mentioned before, they did lose in the state finals last year to Eagles Landing Christian Academy. And the bad news is they'll be be replacing a lot on offense with the loss of quarterback Jack Harden, their leading rusher Andrew Johnson and Andrew Minkert, and also they lost their leading wide receiver from last season. They will be led defensively this season by Billy Curry on the defensive line. Coming in at number nine, out of Athens, Georgia, the Athens Christians Eagles. They lost in the first round last season, and we know with highly touted recruit Richard Jabuner, they will be looking for more this season. Coming in at number eight out of Rome, Georgia, the Darlington Tigers. Last season, Darlington advanced to the second round of the state tournament, and they will be led by running back T.J. Watley. Coming in at number seven, out of Kennesaw, Georgia, the Mount Perrin Christian Eagles. Mount Perrin advanced to the third round of the state tournament last season, and they are led by All-State selection linebacker Jackson Reese. Coming in at number six, the Landmark Christian War Eagles out of Fairburn, Georgia. Last season, Landmark advanced to the third round of the state tournament. Coming in at number five, the Calvary Day Cavaliers, who also advanced to the third round last season, and they'll be led defensively by Taquan Washington on the defensive line. Coming in at number four out of Norcross, Georgia, the Wesleyan Wolves. Last season, Wesleyan advanced to the third round of the state tournament. They will be led by returning quarterback Banks Ramsey and big tight end Tommy Trimble. Coming in at number three, the Tattnall Square Trojans out of Macon, Georgia, Last season, Tattanall Square fell to Eagles Landing Christian Academy in the state semifinals. We expect Tattanall to be right back in the mix come late November, early December. At number two, out of Athens, Georgia, the Prince Avenue Christian Wolverines. Look for Prince Avenue to continue their dominance in Region 8 behind the arm of Grant Rowland and his leading target at wide receiver Christian Parrish. Last season, Prince Avenue lost in the semifinals to Fellowship Christian. We... One, as with, Tat, with Tattanall Square, we expect Prince Avenue to make a deep run into the postseason. And coming in at number one, the defending state champion, Eagles Landing Christian Academy Chargers out of McDonough, Georgia. Eagles Landing returns starting junior quarterback Braden Rush, who guided the Chargers to an unblemished record last season. And we believe that he will be thirsty for more and to put another state title, when it hang another state title banner down at Elka. Once again, your Class A private top 10. At number one, Eagles Landing Christian Academy. At number two, Prince Avenue Christian. At number three, Tattanall Square. At number four, the Wesleyan Wolves. At number five, Calvary Day. At number six, Landmark Christian. At number seven, Mount Perrin Christian. At number eight, Darlington. Number nine, Athens Christian. And rounding out the top 10, Fellowship Christian Academy. Now, what say you? You have heard our top 10, our preseason top 10, last week for Class 7A through Class 4A, this week Class 3A to Class Single A. What do you think? Who have we left off at the Turd Ferguson Report? we love to know your thoughts. Please make sure you follow us on Twitter at T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. Tweet us there or you can comment on our blog at Georgia High School Football. Dot wordpress.com. Now we want to transition away from the state and focus on what I call the Cherokee County moment. 
Last night, five of the six Cherokee County teams competed in preseason scrimmages. And here are the quick results of those scrimmages. Woodstock squared off against River Ridge, and the only in-county battle last night, and coming, coming away with the win 40-7 to over River Ridge. And we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but we do believe that Woodstock has the most talented team in the county this season. Over in the, another Class 7A battle between the South Forsyth Eagles and the Cherokee Warriors, South Forsyth win going away over Cherokee 35 to nothing. Uh, once again, we will uh, we'll discuss uh, Cherokees and, and, and their outlook in just a moment. Over in West Forsyth in two varsity quarters, Wolverines over Creekview 35 to 14. And down in Atlanta, St. Pius over Sequoia 31 to 20. And that game was 17 to 14 at the half. So a lot of work to do for the Cherokee County teams. Uh, once again, this is this was a preseason scrimmage, so uh, that's a, that's the good news. Um, so there's time to work things out. Let's start uh, the, with discussion on our six Cherokee County teams, and just we did release a Cherokee County preview on the blog Sunday evening, as a matter of fact, so almost a week ago. Please go there and check it out. We love once again all of you. Uh, residents of Cherokee County, Canton, Woodstock, Holly Springs. Uh, we love to get your feedback on the preseason outlook. The Let's start with the Cherokee Warriors, who we mentioned, fell to South Forsyth 35-0. One of the big keys to watch in the crystal ball and the skinny for the Cherokee Warriors was how soon can they replace the likes of Aaron Knowles, Jack Carroll, Nolan Donnelly, and, and Montrell Washington. They've got a great player in DeMond Ellison at wide receiver, uh, a couple of great defensive uh, a linebacker in McKinley Hunter and Grant Mogulnicki. Um, but who will be able to step up and get the ball to DeMond Ellison? So the great news uh, for Cherokee is they've got a few weeks to get right as they start region play in September on uh, September 29th. So they will be halfway through their season by the time the important games come around in terms of qualification for the state tournament. So we know that jo we, we know that Josh Shaw, uh, Coach Shaw over there, will be getting, uh, getting these boys right at Cherokee uh, for that second half of the season. The Creekview Grizzlies uh, over off of Owen Store Road, Creekview, uh, down 35-14 after two varsity quarters to West Forsyth couple of standout players we noted for Creekview, Cade Radham, Chandler Gant, and uh, Andy Davis. Creekview, once again, a team that's got a few weeks to get some things uh, buttoned up and figured out. Uh, not an easy schedule. Uh, we will get an idea of county play as Creekview will square off against Cherokee on September 1st, and then they turn around and play Blessed Trinity on the, on the 8th before their region play starts in earnest with county rival uh, Sequoia. That game will be at Creekview on September 15th, and look, Creekview looks to uh, start another win streak against their county cross-county rivals. Etowah Eagles, a team that did not play in a uh, preseason scrimmage last night, Etowah will uh, be led this season by Blake Jones, Jake Whitecamp, and Patrick Ferris. One of the, as, as with Cherokee, Etowah with five games to play before they begin region play in earnest. 
So some good tests coming up against North Cobb, against Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Noonan as well before they get into the meat of their schedule, starting with a county rivalry game with the Cherokee Warriors. As many of you know, those are the two oldest high schools in Cherokee County, Cherokee being the oldest, followed by Etowah. Next, we take a look at the River Ridge Knights, who suffered a 40-7 to defeat at the hands of the Woodstock Wolverines. Woodstock, certainly the class of the county uh, from a preseason roster standpoint. River Ridge uh, will have three games to get ready for region play, and the, with the first being Woodland of Cartersville, Appalachie, and then Forsyth Central before they face off against Harrison on September 15th. Uh, tough task for River Ridge out of the gate with Harrison and region play but we look forward to seeing the improvement that Coach Tyler Wynn has made with the Young Knights. As we move on to the Sequoia Chiefs, yesterday Sequoia fell to St. Pius 31-20 in a preseason scrimmage. Sequoia returns junior quarterback Collier Paith and running back Luke Jensen. They've also got a speedy ride receiver Cole Jacobs on the end and a defense that, uh, that includes returning starters Hakeem Hartford, Brooks Morris, and Emmanuel Jenkins. Sequoia opens up next week regular season play at North uh, against North Forsyth, excuse me, as North Forsyth will travel to Sequoia. And then they've got a couple of county games with Cherokee and then Woodstock before opening up against Creekview in region play. So some big games coming up for the Chiefs. And last but not least, we take a look at the Woodstock Wolverines. So as we mentioned before, one last night's scrimmage against River Ridge, 40-7. to They'll be led by quarterback Garrett Bass, wide receiver Lewis Hall, defensive tackle Latrell Bankston, recent Liberty University signee Noah Frith, and Tucker Wood. Woodstock opens up its regular season against West Forsyth on September 18th, next Friday. Then they move... Uh, on to face Sequoia, Kennesaw Mountain, North Paulding, North Forsyth before they jump into region play on October 6th against the cross-county rival Etowah Eagles in the Battle of Town Lake. Now, that rounds out our previews for the six county teams. And as we mentioned before, if you would like to go online to our to our blog, you can see the in-depth detail breakdown of the Cherokee County uh, football teams for the upcoming season. Now, before we let you go for the day, we did want to, uh, once again, wanted to remind you, we can be followed online at Turd Ferguson, that's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T on Twitter. Also, we can be found, our blog can be found on GeorgiaHighSchoolFootball.wordpress.com. Also, I'd be remiss if I did not thank uh, a couple of uh, friends of our show. Uh, first, uh, the Cedarwood Tavern, who does the preseason, um, excuse me, the pregame and postgame football show for Cherokee County. And you can follow them on Twitter, and it's at Cedarwood Tavern, just like it's spelled C E D A R W O O D T A V E R N on Twitter. And also, a uh, big thanks to Northwest Georgia football uh, for some help uh, breaking down Region 7 Class 2A. You can follow uh, 
Northwest Georgia football on Twitter at at NWGA football. And you can also follow them online at NWGAfootball.com. These guys do a great job of covering football in Northwestern Georgia, specifically Region 7 in Class 2A and the rest of Northwest Georgia. That is going to do it for this week's episode. Uh, Next week, we'll come to you with some updates, some score updates, uh, score recaps, and our thoughts on week one of the high school football season. You have been listening to the Turd Ferguson Report, trying to cover Georgia high school football one yard at a time. We thank you for joining. Have a great week, everybody.